0: At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care? That's a job for Jiffy. The
1: CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents G. Marshall, with another story of the macabre, a particular kind of tale that delves into the strange and bizarre secrets of those who would prefer to keep them hidden. When they're brought to light, their revelation may bring insight into even those closest to us. How much is concealed? Why does a neighbor pace back and forth in his small yard evening after evening? And what is the reason? That a retired doctor will leave any gathering and wash his hands repeatedly. And why, specifically, has an old man begun to have delusions? His daughter in law, Maria Smith, wants to know.
2: Henry? Can you hear me, Henry? Yes.
3: Yes, yeah, I can hear you. But a shadow hangs above me. I can't lift it, Maria. It hangs there and settles down on me. And it will kill me. A shadow? Yes. A black, smoky shadow. And it's smothering me to death.
1: Our mystery story, Last Judgment was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Roy Windsor and stars Norman Rose and Carmen Matthews. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We're about to begin a strange journey into a land as remote as as an undiscovered star, the mind. And what a mind stores up in its subconscious are dreams, memories, and experiences that leave impressions which cannot be erased. Our lives are affected by every experience. The character of an adult can be deduced from its many stages of growth. But what stage explains delusion? That's what worries Adele Smith about her husband.
2: Come in, Maria, come in. Uh, let me take your coat uh, and your bag. Oh, dear, I, I, I'm so nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. Adele, calm down and tell me how he is. Is there any change? If anything, he's worse. Please sit down. I, I don't know what to make of it. Neither does your brother. Have you thought of calling in another doctor? Jan wouldn't object. Well, he suggested it, but Jan's a fine doctor and Henry refuses to see anyone else. No, Jan is doing everything any doctor can... It's such a pity. Henry's only 65. With all the future to enjoy, why should he be struck down, a good man like that? Jan told me it's paranoia. I don't even know what that means, or a persecution complex, but I really don't understand that. Why should he feel persecuted? He's retired. We're rich. We love Providence. and our house here on the hill near the university. I know. What does it mean, Maria? You were a nurse. That's how I met your son. And thank goodness you did. You're a wonderful couple. Oh, if only Leo were here. You know how attached Henry is to him. He'll return next Sunday. He phoned last night from Munich. Oh. Well, it's very considerate of you to move in with me. Henry won't consider a regular nurse. Does he stay in his bedroom? No, no. He comes down for lunch and... and he takes a walk in the afternoon... He's thinner. But to see him when he's up, you'd think nothing serious was the matter with him. It's night that he fears. He tries to fall asleep. I've sat up with him, but he can't. He half sits up. His, His eyes are glazed, and he babbles. It's frightening. And it's always the same fear? Yes, night after night. He knows he's going to be killed, he says over and over. Please, please, don't kill me. I don't want to die. Oh, he's wasting away, Maria. I... I don't want to lose him. Neither do Leo and I. Now stop imagining the worst. He says it's a judgment. A judgment. A judgment about what? Who knows, Adele? Something rooted deep in his subconscious... The psychiatrist? Don't. Don't mention the word. Oh, I agree with you. So does Jan, but Henry won't see one. Well, it's just after nine o'clock. I'll go up to him. Do you want me in the back room? Yes. I'll carry up your bag. You will do nothing of the sort. You are to relax. I don't want you for a patient, too. Well, I, I am worn out. Worry does that. We'll try not to. Leave that to me. I wish I could, but I... I have this lost feeling... But Henry will never recover. Henry? Hmm? Ah,
3: Maria. My dear.
2: I've come to stay a few days. Leo's in Europe. Yes,
3: and... yes, I know, I know. Poor Adele. And you, Henry? Eh, yes, me.
2: This insomnia. Of it yours. is
3: not insomnia, you know that. Jan must have told you. It's true I can't sleep. I suppose that is insomnia. That's what the word means, but it's more than that. I fall asleep, but then I wake up frightened and trembling.
2: Because of anxiety. You dream.
3: Yes, dreams can be pleasant. Mine are nightmares.
2: And they become delusions. Can you remember them,
3: Henry? No. Well, some persons remember their dreams Adele always has. She's told them to me. Crazy dreams, wild adventures. I've never been able to do that. Poor Adele, having to put up with a crazy old man. It's hopeless.
2: Because someone is going to kill you? Because it's... A judgment?
3: Adele told you that? I said that in my sleep? Ah, but well, it's true enough.
2: Henry, when you're awake, do you try to explain why those thoughts come out of your subconscious in your sleep?
3: When I'm awake, I don't remember
2: them. Are you being honest with yourself and with me?
3: Maria, I cannot face the truth
2: awake or asleep. Then you do know why you're being persecuted. I... uh, No. It's something deeply rooted in your subconscious. Henry, unless you bring it to the surface and face it, it will seriously affect your
3: health. I do not know what it is.
2: Someone you were afraid of when you were a boy, maybe.
3: Think back. Oh, there... There was a boy named... I don't remember. He was a bully. Well, yes, yes, I can remember he him. He threatened. He you. threatened everybody.
2: And in your nightmares, he chases you, catches up with you, and and then what? I, I I escape. Until the next night. Yes. Is he still alive?
3: I don't know, Maria. Please, I don't know. But
2: you're still afraid of him. Don't you ever face the bully and beat him up? That often happens in dreams. In a dream you sometimes overcome an enemy. Have you had that kind of dream, Henry? Yes. Once, yes. Dream about overcoming an enemy, about conquest and triumph? Is that so? Yes.
3: And then and then I wake up terrified. Oh, Henry, uh, Henry. Maria, I- I'm exhausted. Go away, please.
2: You have been a good man, Henry. No, I am like all other men, only worse. Will, Maria? Jan is with him now. I don't know. Uh, Adele, where do you keep your photograph album? What a strange question. On the bottom shelf of the bookcase, why? Uh, just a thought. Has Henry ever told you about a boyhood bully who threatened him repeatedly? No. Is that what he dreams about? Perhaps. It would be a Spanish boy, I imagine. An Argentinian. Henry was born in Buenos Aires. When did he come to the United States? Let me think. 1943, the year we were married, in New York. Leo was born a year later. So Henry was 33. Yes, we moved to Providence three years later. He started Smith Imports. My father offered to help, but Henry had enough money of his own, and as you know, the company's been very successful... I don't understand your interest in this ancient history, Maria. Has Henry ever taken you on a trip to Buenos Aires? No. He no longer has family there. Why is that? He's never talked much about it. When I ask, Henry says, that's a closed chapter, Adele. I respect his silence. That's more than I would do. There are some things that are better concealed, Maria... Then you do suspect a secret in Henry's background. Yes. I don't want to know. Our lives have been good. Oh, Adele. You're an ostrich, but you are a deer. Thank you. Oh, here's Jan.
3: He's asleep. I'll sit for a minute. It's beyond my competence, ladies.
2: You're a splendid doctor, Jan. Thank you.
3: But by competence, I mean my specialty. Henry won't see a psychiatrist, but I'm going to consult with one. He can't go on like this indefinitely. When did all this begin? Can you
2: remember his first sleepless night? It was a few weeks ago, before our son Leo was to leave for Europe.
3: Leo's made such business trips before. Is there a connection between this trip and Henry's sudden paranoia? Have Leo and Henry quarreled? Has Leo found out something in the past history of the company No,
2: no, Jan, nothing
3: like that. I'm I'm
2: just grasping for an explanation. I think it's to be found in South America, Jan. Adele knows very little about Henry until he emigrated to the United States in 1943, the year they were married. Henry's 65.
3: Hmm. 33 years, about which we know nothing.
2: And I'd rather not know. I'm afraid of what you might find. Well, I'm not.
3: Henry, since I've known him, is the model of a good man. I'd be very surprised if he had a lurid past. Well, I'll come
2: by tomorrow. Good night, Adele. Good night, and thank you. I'll see you to the door, Jan. My regards home, Jan. Thank you. Well, Maria? I think you're wrong, Jan.
3: I have been before, my dear sister. You might do some probing into Henry Leo.
2: No, that's not where the mystery is hidden.
3: Then where is it?
2: Ask yourself this, Jen. Who is Henry Smith, really? And why, at the age of 32, did he leave Buenos Aires and come to the United States? Is it possible that he had to leave? Jan thinks what? The onset of your delusions, Henry, began a few weeks before Leo left for Europe. It did?
3: I mean, did they?
2: Well, that's what Adele remembers. Does this fear of yours have anything to do with Leo? Oh, no.
3: No, he's a good son. Leo has nothing to do with any...
2: Will you... Will you tell Leo what possesses you, Henry? Leo... You won't tell Jan, you won't tell me, will you tell Leo the truth? No, no, never, never. He's your son. No one is closer to you than Leo. No, no. I'll, I'll bring you a sedative. It won't do any good. It will help you fall asleep. No. I,
3: Maria, I'm afraid
2: to sleep. That's when it creeps over
3: me like a black fog. And in it I see, I see those terrible things.
2: And they're in Buenos Aires. What? <gasps>
3: What do you know about
2: Buenos Aires? I know that your deep anxiety comes from there, from something that happened there that drove you to the United States. You... You know something. God knows. What? God knows, Henry. You have no choice but to pray to God. Whatever you did... No.
3: No, I cannot pray. Prayer sticks in my throat.
2: Then you know what can happen. Something will snap,
3: and i become mad. I want to die. Then you'll be at peace. Hmm? All of you.
1: So, there is stage one of our journey into a troubled mind. It is the mind that controls our actions... You've heard the expression, what's his frame of mind? Depending on what it may be, you approach a person in different ways. And the frame of mind is the result of what has happened to that person. More insight into the mind of Henry Smith when I return soon with Act Two. <laughs> thing to live for and by that we mean good health and security given both who could be unhappy well it's the former that isn't an absolute if you have security you don't have to worry about paying your bills but good health is a different matter you have it then something can happen and you don't something has happened to a man's mind and henry smith otherwise well has suddenly become paranoid and is deeply troubled by his dreams. Henry? Uh, Into, uh,
3: into the street. Everyone into the street. Come down from your houses and into the street. There's one running for the canals. Shoot him. Shoot them. Enemies of the people you cannot escape. Henry. Henry. Come out or we will kill you. If you obey, you have nothing to fear. You cannot hold out against us. Your country has fallen. Save your lives. Come down. Trust me. Ah, three, eight, more, more. Drop your guns. Now, in the name of freedom. My God. My God. Henry? Uh, you.
2: Here, uh, wipe your face. You're covered with perspiration. Uh,
3: thank you. Oh, how terrible. The guilt, Maria. The guilt.
2: You ordered some resistors out of a house and promised them they'd live and then ordered your men to shoot them. I... I don't know. That's what you said.
3: In a dream, I don't know what I said.
2: You can't remember any part of the dream? The house near the canals? The resistors? And the murders?
3: Maria, when was that?
2: Were you an officer? Where? And who were the resistors? And where were the canals?
3: Oh, please. Please, Maria, my head is throbbing and I cannot think.
2: Did this happen in Buenos Aires?
3: I don't know. Buenos Aires? Why Buenos Aires? You
2: came from there in 1943. Were you a guerrilla fighter for Perón? Yes.
3: Yes, that must be it.
2: No. must know. Yes. And the resistors were the anti-Peronistas? The enemies of the people,
3: liberals, communists.
2: And the canal? Yes.
3: The canals.
2: The canal in Buenos Aires, lined with houses? Oh,
3: yes, yes, many canals, where the porteños lived, port dwellers, enemies of Perón.
2: And you gave the order to have the resistors killed?
3: Yes, yes, it was my duty.
2: But your conscience sees it another way, doesn't it? You still see those innocent people in your mind's eye.
3: (laughs) Yes. Night after night, they will go away. But I only obeyed orders.
2: And this persecution complex of yours came on you just before Leo went abroad. Leo?
3: Oh Leo. Leo must never know what I what I did. He he would be repelled.
2: Leo isn't in Buenos Aires. He's in Europe. Why should his trip have triggered this recurring nightmare? Oh, Maria, Maria,
3: I can never be forgiven for what I did. Hello, Maria. Has anything happened?
2: Come in, Jen. Has there been a change? Take off your coat. I have to talk with you. Is Henry asleep? I don't think so.
3: You're being very mysterious, Maria.
2: Henry talked in his sleep. I questioned him seems that he was a soldier in charge of a massacre of many innocent resistors. Ah, so that explains his paranoia.
3: Guilt. I'm glad you found out.
2: But I don't believe what he told me, Jan. Buenos Aires is not a city of canals. It has canals, but it's a port city. I looked it up. It's on the Rio de la Plata. The city is 175 miles from the Atlantic Ocean. The river was dredged all that way, so Buenos Aires is a seaport.
0: What's your point?
2: Question him, Jan. Ask about the canal. What am I to try to find out? The truth. Don't be mysterious. If Henry Smith was a soldier who led troops in committing an atrocity, where was he? Was it Buenos Aires? That's not a city of canals. I don't like it. Neither do I.
3: Oh. Oh, Jan. What brings you here? Canals. What? Canals? Maria's told me about your nightmare and about the talk you had. Yes, I think it did me good. When you told her about killing those anti peronistas you said that... Buenos Aires was a city of canals. That's not true, Henry. What city did you have in mind? Well, in a dream, Jan, things get mixed up. Well, yes, I understand that. You were a soldier. Where, Henry? Argentina. And that city of canals? Hardly Buenos Aires. What difference does it make? Venice is a city of canals, and so is Amsterdam. Have you been in Venice, Henry? Oh, yes. Many times. So, your impressions of Venice with its many canals. You superimposed it all on this one dreadful experience you had as a soldier. As a captain of... As an... Op... Uh, as a lieutenant, yes. Yes, that must be it, Jen. Mm-hmm. And your memory is so vivid that the atrocity committed by you keeps recurring in your dreams. Was it an atrocity, Henry? We. Oui. Killed defenseless people in war? Guerrilla war. Another city of canals, Henry, is Amsterdam. Have you ever been there? No. No, never. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Maybe tonight you'll be able to have a good sleep. I, I killed innocent people. That, yes, that was beyond my duty. Till the world comes to an end The ultimate decision will rest with the sword You know who said that, Henry? Oh, Kaiser Wilhelm II Of Germany
2: Henry never mentioned to you, Adele, that he was in military service? No And there are no pictures of him as a young man in your family album What about a wedding picture? I've never seen one in the house, but do you have one? Well, why would you want to see it?
3: I can think of one reason. Identification.
2: Henry? What are you suggesting? We don't know who Henry Smith really is. Do we? Do you, Adele? I never heard anything so presumptuous. I'm surprised at both of you. He's my husband. I've been married to him for over 30 years, and... You want to identify... let,
3: Let me tell you why, Adele.
2: For reasons known only to him,
3: Henry has cut all of us off from whatever he was, whatever he did before nineteen forty-three. The psychiatrist I consulted said that it was of the greatest importance to reconstruct Henry's boyhood, his youth.
2: Adele, do you have a picture? Um it'll take me a few minutes to find it. I, I do have one. Excuse me. What will you do with the picture,
3: Jan? Conduct a search for Henry's identity. Oh, how? Well, you leave that to me. I assure you that it will be done with discretion.
2: Uh, Where is Maria? Has she gone to bed? No, no, no.
3: She's in the library writing a list of some things she wants
1: me to get.
2: All this has been a shock to me, Jan. Of course, and to me. All those years. To think that Henry may be carrying some horrible secret. Well, we'll soon have it out in the open.
3: And when we do, he will be free of whatever it is that is causing his condition. Ah, here's Maria.
2: Was that the picture. Oh, my. What a handsome young man Henry was. Mm -hmm. And you, Adele, a beautiful bride. It makes me feel uneasy giving you the picture for, for the purpose of identifying Henry. It's a kind of betrayal. I don't like it. If Henry knew what I'm doing... He
3: need never know. Trust me. Yes, he was a handsome man. Tall, erect, sure of himself.
2: Henry Smith. That, too, is strange. Why do you say that, Maria? I wonder if he's always been Henry Smith. Oh, heavens. Why do you wonder about that? An Argentinian? Is Smith a common South American name? Jan, this is the list. Can you get these
3: things for me? I suppose so. You... You know what you're doing. Yes. And your purpose.
2: I must know the truth.
3: What if the truth is what you suspect? He will have to face it. What do you intend to do with these things? Remember, Maria, Henry is my patient. I also happen to be very fond of him. Can
2: he ever be cured if he doesn't face the truth about himself?
3: (sighs) Cure or kill... Which...
2: I don't care.
3: Either one. Have you thought about the consequences? There's Leo, Adele. You could destroy them. What about me?
2: How can I live with this... this vile suspicion?
3: It's so very long ago, Maria. Nothing can change what happened then. Leave... leave the old man alone. He's slipping rapidly into insanity... What satisfaction can we get from exposing him to himself?
2: You may forgive. I can't.
3: I will never forgive. But I've tried to forget. Think of Adele.
2: Think of your husband. And And you think of the thousands of innocents that Henry Smith and others like him destroyed without conscience.
1: The past is ever present, and man is the sum of his experiences each of us has committed deeds of which we may be ashamed. That's part of the struggle for survival. War is another matter. It's the unleashing of wild hatred and it's the innocent who suffer. It is conscience that gnaws away at the very soul of Henry Smith. When I return with Act Three, we'll learn why. In ancient times, the poet Ovid wrote that only the mind cannot be sent into exile. That storehouse is a sum of a person's life. A sane mind in a healthy body is the ideal. But it is the sane mind that is the more important partner in well-being. A serious mental disturbance can make a healthy body deteriorate. Witness Henry Smith, so disturbed by conscience that his life is slipping away. But uh...
3: Maria, help help me. Help me, please. All right, Maria. All right. oh, oh. Maria, look. In heaven's name, look.
2: I see it. Now sit down, sit down, and calm yourself. I can't stand it.
3: The torture is driving me mad. You
2: had the same nightmare, Henry. The
3: people coming down from the houses along the canals. My soldiers. They ordered to shoot innocent people. And you
2: woke up and found this on your night table. And you know what it is? Yes.
3: Yes, it is an icon of St. Hedwig. Yes,
2: but... How did it get here? You know who St. Hedwig was? Destroyed. Everything destroyed. Hedwig is the saint of Warsaw. Is that what you dreamed of, Henry? Warsaw? But you don't torture and the me. the canals in your nightmares, are they in Amsterdam? Please. Please, I have suffered enough. Remember 1939? Hitler had annexed Austria and destroyed Czechoslovakia. He decided to annex Danzig. The Poles resisted. Then he attacked Warsaw. I want to stop. In that hideous attack on Warsaw, my parents were destroyed. So were thousands and thousands of other innocent people. My uncle and aunt escaped, taking Jan and me with them. Jan was two, and I was only six months old. How they escaped with us and with one of their own children, I don't know. They won't talk about those days, but I will. Please,
3: Maria, have pity on me. I
2: have no feeling for you except unforgiving hatred. Leo! Oh, I'm so happy to see you home.
0: How? How is he, Mama?
2: Now he'll be all right.
0: I I know it's early. I, I'm sorry to get you out of bed. No, was...
2: no, you're the tonic all of us need.
0: Well, can I can I go up to him? I, I I've been very worried.
2: He's worried all of us. I don't know if he's awake. If he's sleeping, don't disturb him. Oh, the poor man is exhausted. Maria has been wonderful. I I can't understand what what could have happened. Neither can we. But Maria spent a lot of time with him. It's something in his past, Leo. Some. Some obsession.
0: Oh, is, uh, is Maria still asleep?
2: In in the back room. Now let her sleep. I'll make you some breakfast. Did you have a good flight?
0: Oh, very good. Landed in Boston ahead of time, made a quick connection to Providence. <laughs> Was
2: it a successful trip?
0: Very. I negotiated a new association in Munich and one in Warsaw. Well. <gasps> I wanted to spend some more time in Amsterdam, but this news about Papa. Yes. Uh...
2: Well, I'm happy you're home, Leo. Your father won't tell us what's troubling him, but he'll tell you. Jan said that only if he brings his problem out into the open will he clear his mind and recover. Whatever it is, he'll tell his son.
3: She, she is a fiend, Leo. Maria? Yes. She is driving me crazy with her questions. My mind will snap. But hasn't hasn't she been taking care of you, sitting up with you, listening to you? Spying on me. Oh, you don't know, Leo. You see, I have this nightmare and I talk in my sleep. She questions me and she questions me. How can I answer questions
0: about what I dream? That's the only way to find out what it is that obsesses you... No, 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 no. What what are you afraid of? Something you did in South America? Go away. Go away. You are as bad as Maria. Tell me what it is, Papa. Please. Leo.
3: I don't know what it is. It just eats away.
2: What a wonderful surprise. He arrived an hour ago, had some breakfast, and went up to see Henry. I told him to let you sleep. You look very pale, Maria. Oh, yeah. I didn't sleep very well. I'm afraid I haven't helped much. Henry says you have. After all, you found out about him leading those gorillas for Peron. That's getting at the truth. It was a step in that direction. I'm wondering about the name Smith. Has Jan discovered Henry's Real identity. Not that he'll be ever anything more than Henry Smith to me, but, well, I'm I'm curious. Adele, I'll see about staying a few more days. I'll speak to Leo and let him decide. You can ask
0: him right now. How
2: did you find your father, Leo?
0: Not too good, Mama. Oh, Maria, darling.
2: Oh, Leo, Leo. How I wish I'd gone with you this time.
0: Ah, there'll be other trips. Maria, I want to hear everything that's happened since you moved in with Mama. Let me heat up the coffee. I'll take a tray up to Henry. Maria, you you sit and talk. Papa, called you a, a fiend, are you? I think of you as my beautiful, intelligent wife. I love you more every day. Can you tell me I'm as crazy as my father? Oh, Leo. What? What is it, darling? What have you found out?
2: I... Uh, I...
0: You've found out that my father's been concealing a crime for over 30 years? Yes. Can it stay concealed?
2: Not if you want your father to stay sane.
0: That bad? He's paranoid and there's no help for it. Oh, God. Does... As my mother now.
2: She thinks your reappearance will work a cure. On the contrary, seeing you again is the worst thing that could have happened. Maria, what, what do you mean by that? It makes his sense of persecution more intense. The one person he wants to hide his guilt from is you.
3: Icon, and now, these. She knows. She's a witch. Teufelish. if you be there, Who's there?
2: You. You. I will kill you, Maria. No, you won't, Herr Schmidt. You're a very sick man, Heinrich. We're getting to the truth, aren't we?
3: Where did the photographs
2: come from? Where? From out of your mind. You know, I can feel these pictures. I have them in my hands. You were a very handsome officer in Hitler's secret police, weren't you, Captain Schmidt? And there are the armbands with this swastika on them. You were proud of them, weren't you? I obeyed orders. I was a soldier. You were an assassin. You reduced Warsaw to rubble. You swept through the Netherlands. Oh, no, no, I only did. And then you escaped like others, slipped into South America, leaving your destruction behind you, forcing people like me, Maria Walensky, and my brother, Jan, to find refuge in the United States. What drove you here, Heinrich Schmidt? Marianne.
0: Don't you have me. lived
2: a hideous lie. Ah. You've always had that recurring nightmare, but it never became acute before. Leo's trip to Munich brought that about, didn't it?
3: It was in Munich that I was promoted to be captain. I am very sick. I think I'm going to die. Ah, oh, God, have mercy my soul ah. it's over
0: Leo I'm very sorry maybe maybe it's better this way Jan do do you know the truth I only know that he died from a cerebral hemorrhage that's not what I'm asking Why? He had such an overwhelming sense of guilt. If he had not died, he would have gone mad. Guilt for what? Something in his past. Something hidden from us. I don't think that it would be wise to speculate. I've got to find out. I'd advise against it. Let the past be dead. There's nothing to be gained by raking up what happened to your father years ago. But you. you suspect something, don't you? Jan, I'm going to stay here for a while. He was a wonderful father to me. I. I don't know what he did to cause his collapse and his death. But I forgive him. He was a good man.
3: killed him, you know that.
2: He should have died.
3: He was a man we should not have tried to help. In trying, we exposed the information that will affect our lives deeply. Leo and Adele must never know.
2: All of Providence is going to know that Henry Smith was Captain Heinrich Schmidt. No, no, Marie. They sacked Warsaw. They murdered our parents. They sent millions to the gas chambers. And you would protect him? Mrs. Schmidt. Are Adele and Leo guilty of anything? Would you bring their lives down, and yours too? I have an obligation to the millions of dead. To what end? You cannot bring the innocent dead
3: to life. The Holocaust will be a scar on civilization forever. I'm I'm glad that Henry Smith is dead, but I want his secret to be buried with him. I'm thinking of Adele, a sweet, helpless woman. Of you, your marriage, of Leo, who's a decent man. Keep our secret, Maria.
2: I don't know what to do. I can't live a lie. It's not your lie, my dear. And it's
3: not Leo's. But
2: I'll look at Leo and know he's the son of a man who helped destroy Warsaw and our parents. And... Look at Leo as the man you
3: love. He would be more horrified than you if he learned the truth. The burden of guilt could pass from his father to him. Don't do it, Maria. For your sake and for
0: his... Maria, I want to know the truth. You're. you're ashamed of something for my sake, aren't you?
2: Leo, it. it's all past. What?
0: What about this? Oh, good Lord.
2: Where did you find that?
0: in the drawer on the table next to my father's bed Armbands bands with the swastika I see is it true Maria
2: I can't answer
0: that it is true
2: what happens to us Leo I love you that's all I know I love you. The shame. The shame isn't yours. But my father. He's dead. And let what he once was die with him. You have nothing to be guilty about. Don't let this destroy us, Leo.
0: Oh, Maria, if you still can love me as I love you. I do. I do. Then we. we can let this awful memory go with him the
1: grave. And so our journey through a man's mind has come to an end for us and for Henry Smith. That little inner voice that some of us claim to hear is a troublesome thing and should be heeded. If it isn't, believe me, it is not still. It will come back sometime to haunt you in your dreams. But what about Maria, Leo, and the others? Or when I return shortly. The 1977 Buick Regal. It comes with Buick's terrific V6 engine. It carries six people and lots of Buick comfort. It's lean. It's maneuverable in city traffic. It's the most luxurious mid-sized car Buick builds. Yeah, this new Regal is pretty much everything a car should be. Except for one thing. It isn't yours yet. But it can be. Just see a Buick dealer for a test drive soon. Just about Maria did not make public her discovery that her father-in-law had been a member of Hitler's secret police. Leo knew. But Maria's love for him overcame his sense of guilt. Adele never learned the truth, and the doctor, Jan, dismissed the scandal from his mind. I don't know if they went on to live happily ever after. I doubt it. Murder leaves an indelible stain. Our cast included Carmen Matthews, Terry Keene, Norman Rose, Nat Poland, and Michael Wager. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. <laughs> And now, a preview of our next tale. I must be with you
2: for your sake as well as mine, son, please, just 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 give me this one last chance. Now look now, before the water is dry, can you see? Don't, it, it's not possible, but there is a face,
3: and such a face. You saw? I saw.
2: Then may I go with you?
3: Yes, son. You may go.
2: Thanks, Papa.
3: The question that haunts me is, will you come
1: back? Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact. The 12-hour cold capsule. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.
2: Welcome to Quick Trip. How can I help you?
3: Why don't you ask him? It's my turn to bring snacks
0: for a class bake sale. And? I just told Mama about it five minutes ago.
3: No problem. We've got fresh donuts. Oh,
1: thank you.
0: Next thing he's going to tell me, it's our turn to bring the
3: drinks to soccer practice. (laughs) Steven. It's our turn to bring drinks to soccer practice. We've got Gatorade, Powerade, water, you name it.
1: Thank this nice gentleman for saving your life. Any reason's a good reason for quick trip. QT, more than a gas station.